Channing! Channing! Yell my name. <laughs> and everybody knows your goddamn voice. My bad. Sorry. Channing! Is that Ryan Clark? Yes, sir. What I said to Will? Yeah, you and Stella, we were sitting on a bench. Uh, we was doing the, uh, the snapping. He told crazy shit. I ain't gonna lie, bro. <laughs> The funniest episode was the one with Kevin Hart, bro. He just kept asking. He's like, hold on, one more time. Fool, <laughs> bro. It made a meme when he pulled his glasses down. Yeah. He said, y'all ain't what the saying out loud. He said, y'all fucking these people. Y'all ain't what the saying out loud. Huh? My dog got too much Christ in his life. I'm not even finna bring him on that with you. You talking about? You. I'm not finna let you. Jesus listen. loves pleasure. Jesus brings pleasure to people. And he enjoys people to be pleased. And I'm here as a representative of God. I just don't know. But no, we're, I don't we're, know. this is the problem with sexual actions. A lot of people are selfish. I'm not selfish. So you, Whatever but you, you don't like. Just, nobody wants to know your information. I that's know, the thing. That's what, we, that's what the world trying to tell you. The world. But, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the world is trying to tell me this? Yes. But I'm saying when you approach a situation like that, it's not just, hey, what feels good to me. It's what everybody enjoys. Yeah, but a lot of people are private about that. And that's probably how it should be. Because you know what? Because that's what that's what the, the, the world wants people to be secret. I want people uh, to know. CJ, <laughs> he, he left you off the light skin list too, by the way. Oh, you did leave CJ off the attractive bad, light skin list. It's all good. I ain't tripping. You there, you there, okay. We got the double twist together. Yeah, you on the light skin yeah, list. Yeah. Yeah. But he left you off. It's that's what he thinks about. I bring that bring. <laughs> well, he had one great I season. Why? One great season. What does it have to do with anything? Because that's when you represent us as a people. Yeah, man, it's longevity. Okay. He got it though. Yeah, he does. He'll be on it. Hold up. Limitless. Take a semi cap pin in it. I father here to witness it. Get my people feeling militant. When I'm feeling, get me up. On the mission, get me up. Knowing me, I got the key. On the vision, I can trust. Trust. Limitless. Take a semi cap pin in it. I father here to witness it. Get my people feeling militant. When I'm feeling, get me up. On the mission, get me up. Knowing me, I got the key. Well, man, welcome to the show again, bro. I think it's great to have alums. I remember still when you walked out the day we did the show with you and Bijan, all three of us was like, yeah, he the one, just in the sense of how you carried yourself. So it's been a pleasure of ours and an honor to watch you, you know, finish your last year at Ohio State and then all the things that you accomplished, you know, in the league. So first of all, congrats, Appreciate that. you know, Thank on you. all that. Freddie T, Chan, sitting here with CJ Stroud, I mean, I think, man, just to get, you know, right into it, I remember being there tonight, you know, you got drafted, the, the emotion, Bryce goes first, then it's you. Just tell me a little bit about what that moment was like and why it was so emotional, you know, as soon as you heard your name called. Appreciate y'all having me back, by the way, but honestly, man, it was a dream come true. Like, I know, like, people say that all the time, but, like, when you actually do something that you, like, dream since you've been a kid, I just hit a little different, you know. And um, as I was getting up, hugging all my all my family, uh, my brother whispered something in my ear. He just was telling me like how much my dad was proud of me, and like that was when I started like getting emotional. Because um, of course I, I've always wanted my dad there at these moments, you know. Honestly, he ain't probably ain't seen me play since I've been like seventh, eighth grade. So it's like I know he's been watching from afar, but mm -hmm. that was the main thing that hit, you know, just my pops not being there. Um, and he's the reason why I even like started playing ball. So. That was one of the main things. And then honestly, just like, man, I just changed my, my family's dynamic. Like, yeah. my last name, and that means something to me. Like, I really want to, um, like, I always talk about with my friends, like, breaking generational cur uh, curses. 
you know, having generational wealth um, and really just making our last name mean something, you know. So um, that was like not the first step, but that was a, a great step to where I want to take my family last name. And with that, bro, because you spoke on it during the season. You spoke about the um, the system, mm -hmm. the judicial system and all. How tough is that to be a young player, you know, playing ball, but also trying to right. make a change in the world? And I was surprised when you did it. I was surprised. I'm like, he's going to take this platform and really push it forward, but that's for your pops. Yeah. What, what was that decision like when you said, I'm going to speak on this after this game? It was on my mind heavy, you know. I, I just talked to him probably like a day or two before, and... Um, honestly, like, it was just something that I think, like, it just came on my heart. Like, I was just like, man, it was kind of spontaneous. I was looking back at my mom, and she didn't know I was going to do it, but, like, I can just see her reaction. She was like, you know, like, just showing, like, just total support. So, honestly, like, of course, I I'm a very private person. I don't like people in my business, like, but in a sense, I think that's selfish. You know what I'm saying? Like, to that other little kid from anywhere in the world, you know, that could be looking up to me. Uh, his parent or his loved one or somebody could be incarcerated or um, it could be like any anybody. It can be a little girl. It can be an older person. It can be whoever. And I think like God put me in this position to rub with some feathers, to say what's on my heart, you know, and it's hard to do such. Like I get a lot of love, but I also get a lot of negativity. But like that's why I think God put me through a lot as a kid, you know, like uh, I always tell, tell myself like, man, you're grace for this. Uh, which just means, like, man, like, God, like, he, he gives his hardest battles to his, his toughest soldiers. And you have to get prepared for that. So, like, honestly, I think, like, anything that gets thrown at me from, like, media or criticism or uh, whatever it could be, like, anything, and in, in, in I think, like, God is preparing me to be able to stand in that storm, you know, and just be firm in my foundation. CJ, football is football, and you went out and, shit, you just did the damn thing, man. So we'll get into that. But just to extend the conversation on something that's near and dear to your heart, uh, with what Channing said, you know, when you have the likes of the Meek Mills, Michael Rubens, uh, Wallow, you know, they take their platforms and they echo your message and reform, you know, and, and really fighting for you and fighting for your father to kind of help extend that message. How does that make you feel seeing these guys really taking your message? recycling it so it can get in front of the masses so they can help try and bring your father home. It's huge. Um, when you talk about being selfless and um, being a stand-up person, like those are all three of those guys, like you, you can look back and see they've all been through something, you know? And um, even like for Rube, like me and Rube, Rube and Ruben got really close um, around this time last year. And it's been a lot of just conversations with him, just bringing back unity in the black culture and he's not even black you know what i'm saying and uh, for him to even like think like that i think it's dope you know what i mean and i know from a bird's eye like people are like man who is this dude or whatever but like when you talk about a stand-up person who cares not only about uh his his like core group of friends but people outside of that like i think man like uh, we need more people like that in this world you know like it's not about black white it's not about where we come from it's all about man just just love and unity you know and um just with the reform alliance man they've helped me out tremendously, you know. I always used to think I was the only one. Like, I was always thinking I was maybe the only kid going through what I was going through, but ever since I've spoken out about it and like been to the uh, to the dinners and been to the meetings and things like that, and I've been trying to get more involved since the season has ended. Uh, man, I'm just seeing like so many people that have been through what I've been through and then can relate. And like, that's everything. That's like therapy, you know? And like, you know, as black people, as black men, really, we, we, uh, we frown on therapy. Like, we think it's a negative thing, but 
when you talk about your issues more than like going against from it, like going away from it, I think that's the better of how we make the world better. You know what I'm saying? So those guys, man, I'm super appreciative of them, super appreciative of my guy Rob um, at Reform, Jessica, like all those great people at Reform, definitely doing a great thing. It's not only just about my dad, it's about everybody, you know, in that criminal justice system and uh, with um, bringing back parole rules, like parole laws that just don't make sense. Like it's a whole, it's a whole umbrella of things that needs to be uh, fixed. Right. You, you know, mentioned Michael Rubin, uh, owner, of, of fanatics, uh, you know, he mentioned Meek, Wallow. Uh, you've been at dinners, I think, with like Kim Kardashian and all these different things. You obviously have to play extremely well to reach that level of notoriety, right? And also celebrity. What has that been like for you in learning to move in those circles, but continue to be CJ Stroud? Yeah, it's something that I think like um, a lot of people can get confused you know, on like the people who you associate with, what you see online, uh, then reality. And like, I live in reality. I live, I'm a real person. Like, uh, I know I, I play t I play on TV. You can consider me a celebrity, whatever you want to, I don't think I'm a celebrity. I think I'm just, like all my boys back home, like I'm still me, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's the biggest thing that I wanted uh, when I, cause I, I had a feeling like maybe, I didn't have a feeling, I knew that I was gonna play well. Cause I had confidence in myself, you know what I'm saying? So. Um, I knew it came with a lot, so I was like, man, I'm, I'm just gonna be myself. Whoever I'm talking to, where I'm at, who, who's in front of me, what camera, I really don't care. Like, I'm gonna just be CJ. And um, I think a lot of people get confused because they see this um, idolized, like, person. Like, and I don't do it for that, you know? Like, I, I really do it because I think, like, I really just wanna be uh, an advocate. I wanna be somebody who can trailblaze not only uh, the word and, and God, but also just, uh, the black culture and just being a, a young black man in America, mm -hmm. it's hard, yeah. you know? And I think a lot of people, when they sit down with me, um, as you know, from a bird's eye, I can be a whole, I can be whatever you see on camera, but when you sit down with me, you can see like who I really am as a person. So uh, whenever I get to a room or something, like I'm just gonna be myself. Yeah. Like it, lump it, like I don't like it, it is what it is. And um, that's really just how I rock with that. We had Jaden Daniels on the show right yeah. after he won the Heisman. And man, I, we thought it was uh, amazing to, you know, to hear him talk about you guys playing youth football, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and he expressed how, how much you wanted it, how you were different than all of them and the hunger and passion and what drove you to see Jaden do the things he's done, to see uh, Bryce do the things he, he's done. And all you guys are Cali and yourself, all you guys are California guys. What is that a, a, a testament to at the end of the day? I would say we the best. Like California brings the best quarterbacks, and I, I even think like DJ's on his way too. You know, and we even got young guys coming up. But like that's the thing I think I love about where I come from, um, at least in the fo football world, is like we all support each other. We all love one another. You know, and of course it's a competition. We all want to be the best, right. but it's like we all support each other through that. And I was like, I was jumping for joy when when Jaden won, like because I've been in those shoes. I sat in that chair and like, man, I want to win. And I got <laughs> shot down twice, you know, but like. And Bryce won one, you know, like it, all, all really don't, like we all care about each other a lot and we all want to see each other succeed. We all come from families where we, they all support each other. And um, I, I really like, I'm just proud of everybody, you know, just because uh, it's, it's not easy where we where we uh, come from, you know, a lot of a lot of negativity and it's a lot of positivity. It's, it's a little bit of everything, you know, but um, we chose to be really focused and disciplined in our craft and it's paying off. Would you trade your rookie season? 
For a Heisman Trophy? Heck no. <laughs> no, sir. I would never. I, I just really, I'm a firm believer in like everything happens for a reason in God's timing. Like, right. I can't, I can want something real bad, but if it's not in his will, then like, it's not in his will. And I'm not, I, I, when I was younger, I used to really trip off that. Like, I really used to want to be like in the limelight or I wanted to be recruited. I wanted to be the five star, but I wasn't ready. And like, looking back at it, like, I thank God for that. Cause like, if I would've got it early, like who knows who I would be right now? Like, I could have, I could crash out, you know, not be humble. You know, I think through everything, like I was being taught humility. And I think even for like Jay and Bryce, like all of us, we all have our different paths. DJ, we all have our different paths, but it all makes sense for our lifestyles and our personalities and, you know, our families, you know? So it's, it's nothing better than doing what's right at the right time. You know, timing is everything. So okay. I wouldn't trade it for sure. I'm gonna steal something from Freddie because they call him Freddie Flowers. Bro, you went crazy, your rookie. Yeah. Appreciate that. You was out, you leading the league in yards per, you know, yards per game. Like, real talk, like with the, the top, top dudes, what was the evolution that you had? Because we sat down with you a year ago yeah. and we saw you coming out and we like, you know, we left, when you left, uh, we was in Austin and you left, and we was like, oh, okay. We saw your per you saw your persona, we saw your leadership. Like, when you sit down with a man, you see different things and then you go and go crazy. But the whole thing's about evolution. The whole thing's about getting, you know, getting better as a person, better as a man, better as a ball player. What what did you what did you see inside yourself that changed through this time that you had to to get to be one of the top quarterbacks in the league? The cool thing about that, I didn't change. I didn't change one thing about like my process, my mindset. Like, of course, like I adapted to the speed and like the um, different uh, calls, like the operation, like a lot of that stuff is different. But like just mindset wise, like, I just like be you. Like, just tell myself, be yourself. No matter what, ups and downs, like people down you, whatever, like just be you. And honestly, it took me home, you know, like I never, like I always like looked up to Mahomes and Burrow and uh, Jalen Hurts and all those guys, but I'm not them, you know. Uh, I can never be them. I don't want to be them. So I was like, man, like what, what is going to make me be the best? And you, like everything I've done to this point has worked. So why would I like go away from that, you know? So. Of course, like I, I, I've matured a lot. Even like I feel like I've always kind of been a mature person since I've been young. But like even this year, I matured as a. I'm a real adult. Like in college, you think you think you're an adult. You're <laughs> yeah. not. Like you're you're still a, a sense of a kid because yeah. like you're really relying on other people to do a lot of stuff for you. In the league, like you're a man's man in a in a room full of men. They'll call your bluff. They'll sniff out some BS. You know. So um, I came in just really being myself, and the locker room bought into that. I think that was the biggest thing was just being a leader. Um, and then I, I knew the play was going to take care of itself. I just had to get uh, my rhythm. And once I got my rhythm, got my momentum, I just took off from there. To take it back a second from Chan, you talked about the closeness of all of the quarterbacks from California. Obviously, I think one of the best moments of the entire draft was Bryce looking back mm -hmm. and seeing that you were drafted, like the pure joy in his face and you guys played this year um they got their first win mm -hmm. that game but throughout that entire week you supported him you were positive about him and you just talked about that relationship with you playing so well but also having a friend who struggled a little bit how how did you feel about some of the things he was going going through and did you ever even just have an opportunity to chop it up with him about some of those things and the differences in y'all experiences yeah, we, we got to talk a little bit um, after we played them. And I was really, I, honestly, I was upset because we lost. We should have not lost that game. <laughs> but I was excited and I was happy for him. And we talked about a lot of stuff. And honestly, what I told him, like, man, a lot of stuff is not in our control. All right. 
And one thing I've learned, like, even through college is, like, it really, like, it's up to you to, like, figure it out. And it's sad to say that, but, like, it, it's what it is because we're the ones being talked about. Right. Like, they ain't going to talk about no disrespect. They ain't going to talk about the right guard. They're not going to talk about the safety. They're not going to talk about the corners. They're going to talk about the quarterback. And we're those guys. We signed up for that. So in his shoes, I feel like a lot of stuff didn't go his way that was out of his control. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you can't make a play if somebody don't block. You can't make a play if somebody don't catch the ball. Like, and when you watch the tape, like, Bryce did a lot of great things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's going to be a great player, but it takes time. You know, like, I think I came into a situation where, you know, we were struggling, I know, but, like, uh, we still had a lot of good pieces. And, and Nick Casario, our GM, brought in a lot of good vets. You know, D'Amico was the perfect coach for our, our type of team. So, like, I think our rhythm – and, you know, like I said earlier, everybody's path is different. Like, mm-hmm. maybe I had a good rookie year and Bryce is going to have a great second year, you know what I'm saying? And hopefully I do too, but, like, I know everything is going to be fine for him. And I told him, like, you the one, bro. Yeah. You the one for the reason. Like, don't ever, ever, like – and he's not going to, but don't ever look at yourself different, bro. Right. Like, ever. Like, I think that's one thing that, like – is a testament of where we come from. Like, you can be going through whatever, but at the end of the day, like, all we got is ball for real. Like, like yeah. you going to figure it out, bro. Right. Like, no matter what. He cares a lot, so I know, like, that's going to take him home. Coming into the season, it was said that the Carolina Panthers positioning their organization was the best for a quarterback. Mm-hmm. And to be real, they said that the Houston Texans was the worst. They were coming off of two lame duck coaches that were fired mm-hmm. after a year they had hired a rookie defensive coach. And so they said that that was going to be the hardest place to succeed. And, you know, they didn't have, nobody knew about Nico Collins. Robert Woods was a guy who was getting older. Tank Dell was a rookie third round pick. There were all of these things that were supposed to be negative about the situation. The one thing that struck me when we got an opportunity to come to training camp was how much everybody, including Laramie Tunsil that we sat down with that they believed in you, how they believed in your leadership, your skill. And I remember watching the preseason tape, and I was like, okay, he's going to get it. I think you threw an interception in one of your first games against New England. My first drive, yeah. How do you feel you were able to win the locker room over and establish that leadership position so early in Houston? I think all the best leaders I've been around were great followers. Of course, that's not like doing whatever, but it's like, in order, because I'm, I'm a rookie, I don't really know, I don't know what I don't know. So I came in with a mindset like, yeah, I, I want to be a leader on the team. I want to be a captain. I want to do all this, all this um, leadership stuff, but like, I want to earn it. So honestly, my first step was like build trust. How can I build trust with my guys? Like, how can I spend more time with them and let them know like, this isn't for fake. Like, I'm not just trying to be a leader. I really want to be brothers, because the closest teams I've been on has been the best teams. You know what I'm saying? Like, the best teams I've ever been on my life have always been super close. We're all brothers. So, really, uh, I think my, one of my first weeks out there, we went bowling. It was me and all the old linemen. And, like, I was just showing my personality, just being me. You know, I, that's one thing, like, through everything, I'm just going to be me. I'm never going to try to, like, say a funny joke if I don't, it's not on my mind. Like, <laughs> everything's going to come off the dome, you know? Right. Like, it's just me being who I am. And um, so, we went, we did the bowling. We did OTAs. Like, we had, like, odd dinners at my house. We had dinners, like, at restaurants, you know, just chilling as boys. And then we did a L.A., like, little trip where, I, of course, I trained out there and I flew all my teammates out, got some nice Airbnbs, 
uh, went out to dinner, worked out, yeah. um, did a whole bunch of just cool stuff. And like that was like, man, like we were all were like had a lot in common that we didn't know. Mm-hmm. You know, we all come from different demographics. Like Dalton Schultz being from Utah, you know, he's different than Nico Collins being from from Birmingham, Alabama. Right. You know, so it's like that time let us know, like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna figure this thing out. So like back to what you said in the, in the beginning of the question, like everybody riding us off. That's why players play. Coaches coach and analysts do their analyst things, yep. you know, and it's up to us. Like, people, you know, RC, you play, like, all y'all play. If they could be in our shoes, they would, yep. but they can't. So all they can do is talk. So we let them talk. We let them do what they're going to do, and it's all love. So everybody's entitled to their own opinion, and I don't really get in the back and forth, but, like, that's why I'm C.J. Stroud. That's why it's Nico Collins. That's why it's Dawn Schultz. Yep. That's why it's D'Amico Ryans. Like, we're going to be who we are, and I always tell people, like, it's in me and not on me. You know, yeah, I can tell y'all before, like, yeah. it's in me, not on me. So. They can say whatever, but I'm finna go build the trust. I'm finna go be the soldier while y'all be the little rats running around and just talking all day. <laughs> you know, it's, it's all love, no disrespect. No, it's just, like, it's yeah. what it is, you know. So, hey, CJ, but, you, but uh, don't get me wrong, I do the job, so yeah. I ain't tripping. I said it when um, when everybody got on cam about what he said. I was like, I was like, let's be honest. I yeah. said, I said everybody that does this job or is talking about people that playing either can't play, never could play, right. or don't play. And so now I totally, I totally agree with you, man. Like, no matter what the predictions are, what the analysis is, that junk is decided on the grass. And I think more than anything, the Houston Texans, CJ Stroud, D'Amico Ryan's proved that above anything else. You put me in a bit of a bind. <laughs> I mean, I'm a Jaguar lifer, obviously, but you were so impressive the first time we had you on the show. You know, I I I found a connection. And it was, it was my duty, respectfully, to want to root for you. So you come into Jacksonville, you beat us, you put up 30-some points. I'm like, damn. But I'm rooting for you. But I, <laughs> I wanted my guys to win, but I'm still rooting for your success. And then, uh, you know, you fast forward, and then the season sorts to kind of unfolds as it did. But uh, I want to do right by you and give you your real flowers. I appreciate right? that. Yes, sir. The number two overall pick from last year's draft, usually that's a recipe for disaster for quarterbacks. It's rare that you see quarterbacks go so high and have the type of season you had. You took a team, actually, that was a laughing stock to the playoffs. You threw for 4,100 yards, 23 touchdowns, ranked in the top 10 in yards, only five interceptions on the season, ranked third amongst rookie quarterbacks uh, in the history of the game. You set pass attempt records uh, uh, without an interception, 192 attempts, 407 yards, single game passing record, five touchdowns, single game passing record by a rookie. You joined Joe Montana and Tom Brady as the only players in the history of the league in passing yards per game and touchdown and interception ratio. Both of those guys are hot. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. That's doing you justice and saying you had a hell of a fucking year. Man, bro. It's fucking, we, we're all proud of you. We, we felt like big brothers throughout the entire season. Did you see CJ? Did you see the player? Like, we were here saying, man, he got what it takes, bro. So 
I just want to say well-deserved. Everything you've done is well-deserved. Keep pushing forward, man. Thank you, bro. That's love, sure. man. You know, I, it's crazy because, like, I look up to y'all, you know, like, um, being in, I was probably, I'm not trying to make y'all feel old, but I was a young, young kid when y'all were playing. Yeah, you, got, you, never, you weren't born. You never saw Fred play. Oh, I seen Fred. <laughs> hey. Fred's a dog. This is hey. when the Fred is a dog. Ding, ding, ding. This is watch the Fred joke. Fred. Nah, I you never this watched Fred play. I sure did. Who, who did I play? YT Tittle, Y.A. Tittle. Who was it? He was talking last night talking about boy Dick Buckets was a banger. Huh? Why they do you like that, Fred? Cause I know I just be chilling. They right. know I can take it. I got uh, tough skin. So yeah, that's all love. we had you on the show. You talking, and we saw like your per your persona and your I don't know testosterone. Like we, I saw like damn, <laughs> CJ. Like CJ got a little something to himself. But you have to prove yourself in that league. Mm. Like you can be as great as you are. We was you weren't all American, but. We were all Americans. <laughs> so like you were balling in college, but then you get to that league and you be like, you kind of got to figure it out. When did you figure it out? Cause we saw, like you bring up Tang, you bring up Schultz, you bring up um, uh, Nico. Nico, the y'all went to balling and we sat back as like the OGs kind of like, oh, CJ about to do this damn thing. When, when was the point where you was like, oh, okay. Not, not being cocky, but that, oh, I, I, I can do this. I can be one of the best in the league because as we sit here at the goddamn Pro Bowl, you one of the best in the league. Appreciate that. Yeah, I would say, uh, I would say after week one against Baltimore, because I was we, I always, I knew when I turned on the film, watch Roquan, watch Patrick Queen, uh, watch Kyle Hamilton, '92 up front. I watched them, but I'm like, yeah, they probably the best defense in the league on paper, and they proved it that day. And I still had a pretty decent game, for, especially for my first game. And like from that point on, I'm like, okay, like. I'm just gonna go out there and I'm gonna be myself. Like, I feel like that first game, I was just trying to fill it out. That was a terrible mindset to have, you know? So um, we played Colts week two and I went crazy on them boys. Like we lost, That's but like, I think I went through for like 380, two TDs. Um, my numbers were good, you know? So uh, I was making the right reads. I was moving defenders with my eyes. Like, I just got back to doing what I was used to doing. And then we played week three against Jacksonville. Yeah. yeah, I went trim on them boys. Yeah, <laughs> my bad, Fred. Yeah, nah, it's all love. It's, it's, it's not, all love. The thing, the thing that was crazy about it though is because I had so much respect for Jacksonville. Right, right. And I think they kind of came in like, oh, this is a rookie quarterback. Yeah. And like that was the last time that happened. Like, right. we played the Steelers week two. They didn't treat me like a like the rest of the season. I never got treated like a rookie quarterback because yeah. they would just blitz me, blitz me, blitz me. I just would pick it apart. Like, you blitz me, I'm gonna go there. Like, I just played a game, you know, against the DC. You know, you want to take this away? Okay, I'm going to be smart, take the check down. And it took about, like, three weeks, four weeks to get used to that. I was always trying to take the shot, trying to get squeeze the little window. Like, sometimes just taking that completion definitely helped. But, like, back to uh, you, like, saying my, like, numbers and everything. Like, that was my first time ever, like, hearing that out loud. So I appreciate you just doing that. I, I didn't do you the service that you deserve. You missed two games. I did miss two <laughs> games. <laughs> See, so that's that's definitely yeah. top five if you go back based on your averages. Yeah. So I feel like I would have yeah. beat everything though. Like I was that wasn't my goal to like kill the rookie. I wanted to be the best in the league. I wanted to be MVP. Yeah. And I told my boy Caleb um after we played the Steelers, I'm like, he like, man, you, you definitely gonna get that rookie of the year. He said something like that. I'm like, that's cool. I want the MVP. And I think since I missed those two games, I kind of got out of the race. But right. um, it's all good, you know. Like I, I got next year, you know. I'm gonna just work work my tail off to get that done next year. Yeah. But I wanna I wanna do more than just MVP. I wanna be one of the best ever, you know. And I think I have the right to think like that. And I, I think I can do it. I was asked when I knew you had it, and I said week one. 
And when people were asking me about it, I was like, that's the difference between watching every snap and just looking at stats. Mm -hmm. I said, because if you watch the game, you saw him on third down not make bad decisions. I was like, he didn't throw the ball into bad coverages. He was comfortable throwing the ball in front of the first down marker and allowing his team to try to get run after the catch, if that's what it took. And I think it does take a lot of quarterbacks a long time to get to that. But when Channing was kind of asking you, when did you know for sure, I thought about two separate games that came to mind for me. Well, it was three, but I'm not going to talk about Pittsburgh because <laughs> I'm not. Um, <laughs> but this is like the hard part about TV is like people people see skin color. They act like they don't, but they do. They don't just watch the film. Because I remember with you in college, I was like, man, this dude can make every throw. He has great pocket presence. And people were like, well, we got to see him run. And I was like, why? Because he's black. Right. And then obviously you have the Georgia game. And I was like, OK, now we could put that to rest. But you play, a, to me, a ton like Joe Burrow. Right? You move the pocket when you need to move the pocket. You make the right decisions, you can make every single throw. That's why he was the first overall pick of the draft. That's why you were the number two overall pick of the draft. But you had a game against him in the Cincinnati Bengals where you went absolutely crazy. And then something we talked about during, during the precision passing, too, was the battle with Tampa Bay and Baker Mayfield, where they leave 40-something seconds on the clock. For you, when you're playing in these games against, whether it's high draft picks, Heisman Trophy winners, great quarterbacks in this league, how much of a challenge is, is it to you to not only win that game, but to show that you're the best quarterback on the field, one of the best in the league? And tell me a little bit about those two battles for you. Yeah, um, that's a great question. I think when I come on the field, like, I was telling, I think I was telling, like, Derrick Henry, we were sitting on a bus yesterday, and he didn't really, like, a lot of people don't know, like, my, like, I would say, like, the dog that I have in me until they meet me and, like, sit down with me. Because uh, he was like, man, I thought you were just a nice dude. He was like, I didn't know you was like this. But I was basically explaining to him, like, the mindset I have when I step on the field. Like, I want people to, like, I want, I wouldn't say I want them to fear me, but I want them to know, like, I got to be on my A game. I got to be on my shit because CJ on the field. Mm -hmm. Point blank period. Like, like this dude going to challenge me every play. Like, he ain't going to take no playoff. He not going to, you know, like, like, everything I do right now from – from play one to play whatever we got to go to, like, CJ going to be out there. And I think every time I stepped off the field, except for, like, one game, and I got hurt that game against the Jets, uh, I can say, like, I got the respect that I wanted. Yeah. And every quarterback I play, like, yeah, I want to I wanna show, like, I'm better than you. Like, I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. Of course, it's respect. Like, I respect bro. So, not that we played on, like, man, I think I, I modeled my game after him in a sense. Yeah. Like, I want to, like, I want them, people to know, like, like CJ coming, like, like it ain't just we. This ain't the old Houston Texans, like nah. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 yeah. Well, we haven't been bad forever, you know. Like uh, JJ Watt comes and talks to us a lot. Like see him a ton. Andre has been an amazing mentor to me. Um, my boy JJ, um, uh, uh, Jonathan Joseph, great corner in this league. Like we had some dogs, Brian Cushing, you know, like Jadavion, um, and I just think we need that back, that get that swag right back. Um, and going to those games, like the Bengals game, that was our first big-time, big-time game. Like, I think that was the first time we actually played on live TV, um, and I knew it. And I was like, okay, this is my coming-out party. And it was back in Ohio, back where I played college. And we ran out, and I just hear boos. And we went three, no, we had a, a decent first drive, and then we came back out. And I think one of their teammates, one of the, one of the dudes was, like, just talking mess. I was like, all right, bro, I'm gonna be here for 60 minutes. Like, like, <laughs> like I'm not I'm not tucking no tail. Like, cause right. he like bumped me after I threw a pass. 
was like, you better be, like, I'll see you after the game. Right. And I seen that same dude after the game. <laughs> oh, man, you the best. Like, like, you know, and it's all love. Right. And I'm showing her love back. But it's right. like, you can think what you want to think about this rookie young dude, like, whatever. Like, I'm going to come. I'm going to be here for 60 minutes. Right. I might throw a pick. I might make a mistake. But I'm here, you know. And then um, I actually threw a pick at the end of that Bengals game in the clutch. And they came down and tied it up. And I remember I went to D'Amico. I was like, meet, I got you. Right. And we came down. I hit Dalton over. Actually, that play to Dalton wasn't supposed to happen. So it was a front side read, and they they did a, they played like a, a a tricky zero, and then they went out to cover three, and they did a good job by getting depth and taking away my first or second option. Mm-hmm. And if you see, I'm like yelling at Dalton. I'm yelling him, and I don't want to give our name away, yeah. but like, I'm telling him like, do this, do this, and he can barely hear me. And like me and him have gotten a good feel on like how to play mm-hmm. together and like just getting open. And he like looked like that, and I like bet. So I knew if my first option wasn't there, I, or my second, I knew Dog was gonna be open. So like I'm clapping because I see the clock go down. And um, I go first, second, and I go and Dalton open. And I give it to him. We get down. Uh, I threw it to my boy Boone. He gets out of bounds. And like this next play is like the biggest play because it's either we get in field goal position or we don't have no timeout, so it has to go out of bounds. And I took a risk because it was an inbreaker. So actually, we had one timeout. So we take the inbreaker, Noah breaks the route. Actually, the dude stole his glove, and he take off, and we get in, we kick in, we, and we win a big game against yeah. Joe Burrow, which was big for me. So that was a big point. And then Tampa Bay, back and forth, we lost our kicker. Yep. And that's just a testament of how tough of a team we were. I mean, we are, you know, and yeah. um, we didn't blink. We didn't blink at all. And I think I threw for like 470 or something that game, something crazy. The one thing I remember from that game is just like the eyes I got in the huddle. Like every play call, like that last drive, wasn't like, man, we lost. We got 46 seconds. It was like, what's the play? Like, we rocking what you see. You know, like the main dude was LT. Like, you know, LT, like he a vet vet. Like, he not doing nothing extra at practice. Like, you know, like y'all sat with him. He's the coolest O-lineman in the world. And like, he, he will... Call your bluff. And he knows real, he knows fake. But right. every time I like, I, mean, I know we gonna score is when I look at LT. He like, like yeah. that's his look he gave me. He like, look at me with his eyes all big. He shake his head. <laughs> right. And he got like diamond teeth. Like, it's like, he got <laughs> the whole thing going. He big and cute. I gave him a hard time when he came on. The big cute <laughs> yeah, dude. Bro. You can't be 350 with the diamond teeth and with the. He got his own swag. I'm not, I don't call no, I don't know, swag. I don't know, dog. But he's, he's very secure. But LT, yeah, he 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 a dog though. Like, yeah, he yeah. might have a diamond T, but he 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 a dog. Yeah. And so we called the first play. I hit dog on a little shallow. Hit we, tank. We called a timeout. Yeah. So the tank one, honestly, wasn't supposed to check out like that. Like it's a bench route, so they're supposed to be flat. But me and him just having like we real life brothers. Like like that's my boy. Like, I love tank to death. Like I'll do anything for that dude. And that's that connection we built off the field. Like in LA, mm-hmm. is like them conversations. Like hey. If we get cover two and you got a corner out or an out route and it's deep, don't even fool with that corner. Take it high. I'm going to meet you at this spot on the sideline. And, like, Dalton did a good job. It was really Dalton who helped because Dalton took his flat route high and that got the corner to, like, and I no looked it. Like, I, like, looked at the flat and threw it. Honestly, I didn't even look. I didn't know where Tank was going to be because mm-hmm. I threw it, no look, and I got hit. And so I'm just, like, laying down and look, and he catch on the sideline. And then Ashley Slow, our OC, put that play in, that last play, the little short post yeah. to, to tank. We didn't have that in all week. That was the first time we ran that, and we scored. 
So it was just it was, was a dope. cool moment. And he squabbled on that boy Bake. <laughs> <laughs> Bake yeah, tried to get, yeah. get it right before that. Bake a dog though. Yeah. He a dog. I got a lot of respect for that dude. He a <laughs> yeah. dog. Bro, you rain man? How do you remember all this shit? Yeah, that's that bro, quarterback memory, about, yeah. But, bro, just that to this, that the take was here and the corner was yeah. sitting cover two and all like that. That's special. Do you understand that that's special? Like, it's the shit, what, who was that coach today? Uh, McVay. McVay can do that shit where it's yeah. 2011 and, yeah, third and, third and 14 and right. all that stuff. But that's special. I appreciate like, it. Like, is that, is that, is that's a difference in a young quarterback and being successful as you are? Honestly, I don't. Like, I feel like it's how I've been my whole life. Like. My boys, like, they'll sit there, they're like, man, you remember in high school? And I'm like, yeah, it was cover four. Yeah. And, like, it was quarters, or it was like, oh, that was third quarter. Uh, we was down by, what, seven, and we had two minutes left in the third, and we need, like, I, I don't know why, but, like, I have pretty, I have terrible memory in other things. But when it comes to football, like, I can tell you probably exactly when, where, what cleat I was wearing. Like, oh, it's just something I can just kind of do. That, so, is, yeah. that is exactly how my brain works. Uh, which which gets me in trouble in like real life because people who know me are like, yeah, you can talk about what happened at Archbishop Shaw in 1996 mm -hmm. in the fourth game against Evangel, but you can't tell me this. I was like, because I don't really care about that as much exactly. as I care about that. So that's why. But I, I think that brings me to a different point. And I love the fact that Shannon talked about that. Uh, there was a narrative that was put out about you about a test, pre-draft test. And I loved your answer. He's like, I don't take tests. I'm a football player, right? I'm a quarterback. Was it just your experiences, your success, just knowing who you are that allowed you to say that so confidently in what was a time, at least I felt like, there was almost a smear campaign against your ability to process as a high-level quarterback? Yeah, honestly, bro, that was a tough time for me. I called my agent, David, and honestly, like, man, I was hot. I was super mad, like, uh, just because I, I knew that it wasn't, it wasn't, one, I knew that it wasn't real, and I knew that I put on tape. And, you know, being ball players, the eye in the sky don't lie. Like, you can talk about it, you can, like, I can sit here and tell y'all all the, all the cool stuff y'all want to hear, but y'all can go on the tape like, that was cat. Like, he, he's lying. <laughs> right. You know, like, yeah. there's a lot of dudes out here doing that. So, like, for me, I feel like a lot of people outside the football world that haven't played, like, they want to be instrumental. They want to have a footprint on this game. And, like, sometimes, like, that's not what we need, you know? Like, no disrespect to those guys. Like, it is what it is. Like, I don't think S2 had ill intentions. Mm -hmm. But, like, that just wasn't who – that's not who I am. I'm, I'm not somebody who you can um, put a whole bunch of roadblocks and, like, numbers and signals and like shapes and like that's just not that's not how I learn mm -hmm. and I and I think there's different types of geniuses yeah. like I'm not Albert Einstein I'm not um uh, these other mathematical or like scientific people I'm a quarterback mm -hmm. and just because I think honestly and like you said people may not think they see black and white but they do and I think that had to do with a little bit of just me being um mm -hmm who I am and how I carry myself and uh, my, my hair and yeah. like how I talk, like, you know, like just little stuff like that. And um, I thank God, like I was the one who went through it. Like I said earlier, I'm graced for everything. I, I'm prepared, I'm well equipped. I have the armor of God on me where I, there's nothing that can deflect what God has meant on my life, meant for my life. So like I walk with the, with the confidence and the boldness of like, man, like it's cool. 
Like, yeah. keep doing it. Like, I love it. Like, please. I, I tell, like, we, we woke me and my boys to go to the gym. And I tell them, like, we have, like, a three-point. Like, we do, like, all around the world. Yeah. And I tell them, like, make noise. Like, like talk mess. Like, do whatever you got to do to get me off my game because that makes me focus even more. Yeah. Like, that S2 stuff, that gave me a bigger chip on my shoulder. Like, I'm finna show these dudes, like, like y'all got it effed up. Like, for real. Like, I might, I'm, like, don't get me wrong. I love the Lord and I love God, but, like, I'm a dog. Like, like he put that in me. Like, I'm not playing with nobody. Amen. So um, that's kind of how I feel about that. And it's all love, though. Like, I, I'm telling you, like, I'm, I'm no will intentions. I, I love everybody. I'm, like, that's what, when we said that, though, when you walked off, when you walked off that day, because we had been around a lot of young people, young players, young quarterbacks, you know, uh, how can I put this? We said you were a real one if we were talking, if I'm talking on TV. You know what I mean? And I think that that's, that has shown throughout. And I love the fact that you talked about your hair. You talked about the way you talk, um, the way you carry yourself, because I think I love your authenticity. And, you know, you got to play against Lamar, who I think is authentic as well mm -hmm. in your last game. And, you know, I'm sure you guys got to have a conversation afterwards. But that is huge to see two guys who remain who they've always been play at such a high level and meet up like that, man. So I thought that was big for the culture and big for the game. It is my favorite time of the year. A time of the year where I actually played and some people that we know did not. And so the DraftKings Sportsbook has the bet for you. Right now, any new customer signing up using the promo code DEFENSE, you bet $5, you instantly get $200 in bonus bets. And the same game parlays is coming down to it, but now we're at Super Bowl 58! Same game parlays, <laughs> baby! Bet multiple bets on that game, and I'm telling you, you have even a bigger chance of winning that bread, and they have a chance of bet one, get one. Instantly, if you bet and you don't win, Go ahead, throw that thing back on there, baby. They gonna watch out for you. You know DraftKings gonna watch out for everybody. Super Bowl 58, don't be late. Make sure you go and download DraftKings Sportsbook app, get in the game. Hey, any new customer using the promo code DEFENSE, you place a $5 bet, instantly get $200 in bonus bets. Now back to the show. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, licensed partner, Golden Nugget Lake Charles, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. I just want to also, you mentioned, uh, both of y'all mentioned, people tend to not see black and white, right? And, and typically, those are the people who uh, don't want to see it, mm -hmm. you know? And you also mentioned David, your agent, uh, Athletes First, right? Mm -hmm. um, how has, well, I got to shout out Dallas, Dallas Turner, who signed with David yeah. recently. And he, we talked about all this, the reasons why. He wanted to go with David and athletes first, which I thought were 
perfect oh, reasons. David, 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 God. Two perfect reasons to go with him, yeah. right? David, a monster. Yeah, he is. But again, but that's my also man. the conversation. My man, Javon. not just not Bro. just on the field. We got to keep it real. Yeah, they talk about it in in agency and what these guys are Bro. doing. But just listen and, here, my man, Javon. Javon but Javon Holland. They asked this man about his contract. He said, y'all know my agent, and walked off. See? <laughs> but they, they don't want to have those uncomfortable conversations. <laughs> and right? what? So, that but, joker did that and walked but, off. Y'all know who I, you know who represents exactly. me. Exactly. So, no, I just want to get to, because a lot of times that, that it does matter. It's, it's a comfort level that you have to have in your management team, the people who see things that you might not always right. see. So you had a few moments throughout the season where you missed those two, two games because of concussion protocol and all that stuff. You had the game, the only game you threw for under 100 yards versus the Jets. Right. And those can become frustrating moments for, for any rookie or guys that have certain goals they're trying to attain. How did David help you on the back end when you were going through those situations? I don't know, that's funny. I'm a, I'm a uh, man, I can go all the way back, honestly, to college. And I know he, he probably don't want me to talk about this, but. Well, can uh, you talk about I it? I can, I can. Okay, no, it's all NIL. No, 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 no. Ohio, no, it's Ohio not, State it's got not, their own. No, it's not like that. No, it's not like that. Ohio State got money. They got it out of this. They got, they got some cheese. Let, let, me, let, start, let me ask you. I need to start giving you Before you get into David real okay, quick. Okay, Six out of the last eight rookie of the years yeah. have been Ohio State. What is the fucking problem? Uh, it's, it's the mentality. Like, all the stuff that, like, I'm sitting here telling y'all, like, don't get me wrong, I've been carrying that my whole life, but it, it got sharpened at Ohio State. Dealing with Mickey Marotti and Coach Day and um, just that just that culture up there, like it's a mini NFL team. Like when you when it comes to like doing your job, like that's what it is. Like do your job. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, in the league, that's what that's what people get paid for. In college, you're not really getting paid. But like for the love of your brother, do your job. So like that's where a lot of the leadership qualities were sharpened. A lot of the mentality that I carry, especially with Coach Mick in the, in the weight room, I came to college at 180. And I got to like 220, like 220 when I got when I left school, and I was, I was cut up at that time, you know. And I, I've been getting my body right still, but like, I didn't always have that, you know what I'm saying? And like, I think like, people were put into my life to sharpen that ability. I think like with the last, with six out of eight, you said, like that's the mentality. Like it's like, yeah, but I haven't, to I haven't seen a program do less with more. <laughs> that's what he's trying to it say. Is oh, crazy you're trying to, to say me. like we don't be winning. Nah, you guys win, but you don't win the big ones. Okay, um, let me like, say, I you mean, guys I, I, can talk, I can talk about it. Let they me produce some players. It's crazy. Sometimes, and and you and y'all know this, I've been on teams where we were the best team. Like, every time I've been on high side, we were the best team in the world. Sometimes the best teams don't win the game. You you Sometimes you lay egg, like, and don't get me wrong, college is, is three to four years for most guys, five years if you're lucky. Right. That's not a lot of time. To win a lot. Don't get me wrong. I'm not making excuses, but like, it is tough to to look back and be like, man, like we we should have won it all. Like, yeah, no duh. But like, sometimes it just doesn't shake like that, you know. So, well, where did you go? I went to Florida. Come on, man. What is we talking about? I mean, but I <laughs> what? Hey, but CJ, I'm thinking he went to Bama or something. CJ, CJ, what nah, are we talking CJ, about? CJ, but you say you talk about I'm a the window. Too. <laughs> Come on, what are we talking about? Y'all, we won national championships. We did too. What do you want to talk about? I'm talking about. Yeah, let's talk uh, about the recent. In the last eight what years. What have y'all done? 
nothing. So it's, it's, it's hard to fight. LSU is maybe the only one of the only teams. They only did one good year. Look, I'm, I'm gonna lay down when I have to. Yeah, I can't come on. I'm fight. thinking you went to Bama or something. Like, what <laughs> are you talking about? Nah. Oh no. Nah. But I, this it was really oh, me no. praising you. I appreciate and the guys that. that you trying to come at the Buckeyes? Come on now. I mean, it was a shot. It was a subtle shot. I didn't expect you to kind of, you know. No, I'm gonna ride for my Buckeyes now. We, we them boys. When you said though, like before we started hating. No, it wasn't hate. It was just me trying to figure it out. But it was really about David. Yeah, I kind of wanted you to. Well, it goes back to college. We played Oregon, and I thought I played really well. And of course, we lost the game. I think I had like three touchdowns, four, four sun. Like I went crazy. And I had a, a a pick at the end of the game, and I, I wouldn't say like you know when you a football player, you know that one play doesn't doesn't mean you won or lost. Like there's plenty of plays you could have went back. Like man, I should have did this, I should have did that, um, and we lost that game. And uh, this is my first time ever talking about this publicly, but my brother, somebody came up to my mom and said something really out of line. It was, I had to do with with me being black and being a quarterback, and that didn't make any sense because. House of quarterbacks have been black since what 2011, like something crazy, like or really since Troy oh, Smith. Yeah, yeah, you gotta go like, like Troy Smith. Yeah, exactly. You know, and um, all the way back to Troy. So like, somebody says something crazy. My mom, my brother, like my brothers, they don't play that. Like, like they're they're really mellow. We're really mellow people. But like when you disrespect, you know, and like you respect one of our, you disrespect one of our family members, we're gonna turn up. So my brother had a little altercation. And they got a little squabble, you know, like, you know how I be hitting a squabble? Like, they, <laughs> they, they did it for real this day. And um, that situation happened. I was really upset. I was really upset because, like, it was Ohio State fan. And I, I made this whole little post. Like, I made a, a note, like, really just expressing my feelings on how I felt about the situation, getting death threats, getting... This is my first time ever getting this type of... Like, and mind you, though, like I told y'all, I've always wanted this... Uh, I always wanted to be the best player. I always wanted to play on the best team, but I didn't know this is what it came with. Mm -hmm. So like, I was all, I was getting prepared through everything, and so I, sh I sent David the message, and he was, and he called me. He was like, "Bro, don't do it." He was like, "Do not, do not do it." And the reason why was just like, man, like it'll make sense later. That's all really he told me, and I was like, okay. So we fast forward. I ended up having a great year, and then uh, we we really ain't talked about it until yesterday, which is kind of crazy since the Pro Bowl, and. Um, he was like, how you feel, bro? And I'm like, what you mean? Think about that text you sent me to now. And like every, like through everything, through thick and thin, man, David has been there. Like, like I heard a whole bunch of like, and we even when we sat down before I even signed with him, I heard so many negative things. And honestly, it was from people with, with who didn't have our skin color. Oh, he's, he's this, he doesn't do contracts. He's uh, unprofessional, he's not organized. He has, his team is all over the place. When I sat down, and I can look in somebody's eye and be like, okay, this is a real one. Like, I felt that feeling. So when I signed, man, like, everything was black and white. Everything was on time, was in order, was organized, you know? And, like, that's when I talk about, like, being in, in the limelight at times from a bird's eye, it can look all crazy. But, like, you have to really sit down with people and really talk to them to know who they are as a person. So, man, from that moment, from that Oregon game to going into this Pro Bowl, like, from that time, I've learned so much. And David has been there. Like, every game, like, even after the Jets game, he called me, like, little bro, how you feel? You all right? Like, every game we talk. Like, I, I sit on the phone, like, for an hour and 30 minutes 
talking to him about, man, what, like, what is we doing? Like, just venting, <laughs> you know? And, like, of course, I have other people, like, that help me. Like, my boy Caleb, um, one of my best friends, Baron, who I talk to on a regular. Um, actually, he, he was there last time I did the pivot. Um, Bernie, my marketing guy, my mother. My mother is huge when it comes to stuff like that. My sister, my older brother, my other older brother, Isaiah Asmar, um, my best friends, STM back home. Like, I have so many people who help. But, like, man, when you talk about the top of that list, man, it, David is definitely up there. And I know, I know he can hear me, so, man. <laughs> <laughs> the thing I love that when you spoke to us the first time was the way you found, or how you found your way back to Christ. And the way that you've let off every opportunity, every interview with saying that you have to give glory to him first. How much has finding that foundation again and being deeply rooted in your faith played a part in your success this season? It's been everything, everything. Like, honestly, I can't even say this season. I've said since I've been, the day I was born, October 3rd, 2001, like God, my, my dad and mom have always told me this story. Uh, I, I don't think anybody even knows. It's another thing I've never really said anything, but I think it's the right time. I'm a, I'm a miracle baby. Like I wasn't supposed to be here. Like my, uh, my mom had a miscarriage before she had me. My older sister, Sarah, was born almost a year to the date I was born, October 27th, 2000. She, she passed away as a baby. And I think my sister Sarah opened up a door for me, you know, and like I always knew like I was a little different when I when I was um, growing up. Like, I'm not saying I'm special or I'm like cool or anything. I just knew like something was like in me that other people didn't have. And um, I knew that it was from the Lord because uh, me and my cousin Kaylin been with me through thick and thin. Like from when my pops got locked up, like so we living in the storage to um, just being it, like, I, I grew up as an, I, after my pops was locked up, I, I was embarrassed. Like, I was really embarrassed as a kid, because I seen, like, uh, I seen other kids, like, oh, like I said in the other show uh, when I was here, uh, comparison is even, I used to compare all the time. I used to be like, man, I used to line my life up with social media, and like, that's the thing, man, like, through everything, God has always been right there with me, even when I didn't know it. And it's a song I listen to called Waymaker, um, even when I don't see it, uh, you're there. Even when I don't feel it, like, I know you're there. Um, and I think that's, like, been a testimony to my life is, like, through everything. Like, God had to put me through the fire. And um, my pastor, Jerry Flowers, back in Houston, uh, he just, I went to a sermon, uh, I went to a service um, on Sunday, the the day after we lost to Baltimore, and he had a, a sermon, in it, and it's called Let It Burn. So, like, when you sit in that fire, man, it's uncomfortable. You don't want to be in there, but, like, to be who God has called you to be, you have to fight and you have to be in that fire. And when you pick up the cross, like, it's not easy. It's harder, you know, like, it's a lot harder. And I think that's something that I, like, I used to get confused. Definitely, like, when I was younger, it was like, I used to always expect, like, I got God on my side, shit, like, God got win. me. <laughs> it's not like that, like, yeah. it's just, when you pick up the cross, you decide, like, I'm gonna rock with this Christ thing. Like, nah, it, it gets a little harder. And that's why you just gotta let it burn. So um, I do, and I've been doing this since I've been like five. Like I, I, I'm gonna try, I'll try to find a video and send it to you. But um, it's a video when I was like, um, I was probably like seven or eight, and I just had got MVP at this AAU basketball tournament because you know I'm a bucket. Uh, no, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. Um, but uh, I had gave my dad was like, man, you better give glory to God. Right. And so I did it. You know, so like I'm, I haven't been just doing this since people have been watching. Yeah. Like I, I've always been like 
really appreciative of my Lord and Savior. So I love that. Uh, yeah. That's beautiful. So my last thing is this, bro. You're a quarterback. The game is about quarterbacks. The biggest game of the year is on Sunday. And so we got Brock Purdy in the San Francisco 49ers. So Mr. Irrelevant, San Francisco 49ers. And at least until you take over, the best quarterback in the world and the Kansas City Chiefs. How do you see that matchup and what is your prediction for a win? I'm gonna break down the quarterbacks for you because I, I don't like how I don't like how people do Purdy. I think Purdy is a good player. I think Purdy's a hell of a player. There's I was watching a video today on the bus back uh, from practice, and it was like all his touchdown throws, and it was like uh, great throw, basic throw, and like all wide receiver, and like half of the throws were like no, most of them were were great throws, but some of them were like basic. There's nothing basic about being an NFL quarterback. Nothing like let like let's get one thing clear. There's nothing easy about being like I don't care. If somebody seems wide open, like there's a lot of operation. There's a lot of things that have to go great to get that person wide open, and you have almost everything to do with that. Of course, like other people, like OC got a call to play. You got to read the wristband right. Like it could be one little thing that knocks off that that person isn't wide open. So like let's let's clear that out. Like I don't think you can play at a high level like he is. And, and just be average. Like, it, that just doesn't happen, you know? Like, do I think he's on a great team? Heck yeah, like, don't get me wrong, he has a team full of dogs. That team should be in where the Super Bowl. Right. They should be where they're at. But you gotta have somebody pull the trigger. Exactly, you gotta be somebody that's gonna lead the locker room. It's a lot of things that people don't see that I know he's in there doing because they're winning football games. You know what I'm saying? So like, that's something that I just wanted to clear, man. Like, Purdy is a dog. Like, you seen what he did this last week. Now, do I think he's, I'm not gonna say he's not top five or he is, but, like, of course, like, you put other people in that position, they're going to do well as well. But, like, you can't. You can play the what-if game all you want. Everybody can he's say what-if. He's there. He's yep. doing it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I got so much respect for that dude in my homes, man. Like, he's on his way to be better than anybody, you know? And somebody that I respect and I, I grew, up, grew up watching and, um, you know, him, Brady, uh, Montana, those are the guys that we chasing, you know? So, um, just nothing but respect. I think the Chiefs are going to win. I got the Chiefs. Um, I think that defense... He's playing at a high level. I like I like Bolden. Um, I like um, Chris Jones. Yeah. McDuffie's 22. McDuffie, yeah. 38. Uh, 38 is yeah. Snead. That's the two. Those guys. Yeah, yeah. Those DBs are playing at a high level. Reed is a baller. Yeah. Um, and then of course Travis Kelsey. Like that. That tandem and that experience at that you, you can't buy experience. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I got the Chiefs. I wouldn't be surprised if the Niners didn't run for their money though. Well, bro, we appreciate you, dog. Appreciate y'all. It was better than the first time. Hell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Way better. And I remember, I remember saying that to the first time. I was like, damn, we got to get him by himself. For sure. <laughs> appreciate right, you, bro. bro. David was texting me. Nah, let him finish talking about me. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> you know, I'm going to give it a spot. What I respect the most, and it was subtle, you said, that's who we chasing. Mm -hmm. He didn't say just you. Talking about the next generation of potentially great quarterback. I just love your attitude, bro. I love your attitude. Hold up. Limitless. Take a semi-cap pin in it. I thought they here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, got me up. On the mission, got me up. Knowing me, I got the key. On the vision, I can trust. Trust. Limitless. Take a semi-cap pin in it. I thought they here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, got me up. On the mission.